Welcome back, everyone. This is the uh, bounce back queen here, Deanna J Speaks, coming to you again. I'm so excited for these upcoming episodes because it in the month of February, the world turns its attention to all things love and romance. And so obviously with me talking about resilience and life intersecting, part of that intersecting is going to be dating and relationships. And so I have someone here that's willing to uh, sit in the hot seat for the fellas today. <laughs> so I'm so appreciative. Um, you may remember him. His name is Preslin Isaac. He is a pastor of brain tumor survivor and all around amazing person but I will turn it to you to share anything that you may want to add to your bio for my listeners wow um man I don't think there's any more to add just uh man grateful to be six feet above and not beneath you know hey come on now (laughs) (laughs) say that yes that is always a good thing that that saying where they say I'd rather be here than any hospital in the city or something like that. I'm like, Mm -hmm. having been to hospitals and experienced things as a grown, I feel that in a whole nother way. Mm -hmm. Um, So really, I'm super excited um, just to be able to have this conversation because one of the things that I was noticing when I have just been on social media and I have to be on there so much more than I even want to be because I'm a speaker and things. And so sometimes I see themes or trends that catch my eye and I've seen a lot around like dating. I think you and I have even talked about femininity versus masculinity or, you know, just, offshoot types of things based on posts and stuff and so when I started to look at the whole situation around dating what has me curious is how there seems to be this is just my perspective Mm -hmm. a lot of eligible single people but for some reason they're not connecting um so I wanted to um just invite you all just to start with your perspective there. And I um, was remiss to introduce my brother, Jamal, Jamal Callahan. How are you doing? Listen, I'm in, I was in my own world. <laughs> and, and, uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's okay. That's okay. You're here now and we're recording and both of y'all got on y'all's OSU shirts. I love it. Ow, go Bucks. I am. Listen, listen. Come on. The listeners getting ready to know. I'm so mad I don't have a red OSU shirt. I I done missed a memo. Uh, So we really were just tapping into um, my wife or this show, but I wanted to just stop and invite you to share anything about yourself. Jamal is an international speaker. He is my uh, mentor around things, speaking and curriculum. And um, so I don't know if there's anything you want to add to your bio. I invite you to do that. Listen, I, I'm, I'm a humble, humble servant. So uh, everything that I do is, is <laughs> literally <laughs> um because i'm 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 not only ordered to do it but also because <laughs> from the bottom of my heart so yes. uh, you know i'm just thankful i'm thankful for everything i'm i'm doing and have been doing uh for the last 20 plus years and you know we're changing lives so yeah literally <laughs> i mean he is very humble you guys both of them are so so blessed to have you you here so i was sharing with prez that the reason why i wanted to do this show is because in being on social media especially in the month of february you see the whole world attention turned to all things romance and dating and love and things. And I was telling Prez that it seems like there's a lot of eligible single people that are not connecting with the other eligible single people. And so I had so many thoughts around this and so many panels that I wanted to do. But one of the things that I really, really wanted to do is to get like just an honest male perspective, like barbershop, locker room type of conversation where you guys are really just honest and sharing from your perspective around it because I have friends that are across the gambit and they're just like 
I don't know what else to do. I don't know what else to say. I keep getting approached by these same type of guys or, you know, they're just not having luck in that arena. And so I was just curious um, if we can just start off with you, with you guys sharing a little bit around how things are going for you, because I know Jamal is married, so you might be speaking wait, wait, from... Wait, 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 Now we can clarify that. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait, clear. Get wait. me together, get me together. Wait, wait, Let, let's, we, you know, we deal in facts, right? Yeah, uh, we deal in facts. So, yes, while I was married for 16 years mm-hmm. to the mother of my four beautiful children, um, we did divorce um late last year no yeah no actually it's been a year um but the relationship we have still um is unmatched I I will say that um while we're not remarried we are still very much closely tied (laughs) um you know that's that's my dog (laughs) and I and I don't say I don't say that as a as a uh you know, she's not, of course, she's not a dog, but that's right. That when I tell you, regardless of whatever happens, that is my other half. Mm-hmm. That is, that is what it is. Okay. So, legal. So legally, and then that's why yes, I said, legal. so legally, yes. but, yes. um, so, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I appreciate the clarification because, you know, I'm just going to give a nod because I know that your other half. Yeah. I definitely wanted to respect yes. half. Yes. <laughs> But but I also don't I don't want to I didn't want to talk in um you know any falsehoods either, right? So when you talk about relationships, you gotta be completely 100 and you have to um be willing to look at even the the most ugliest um Mm. part of relationships. So because when you're talking about just dating, yeah, yeah. You're talking about just dating, but when you talk to married people, it's like that's something that's been lost. So but that's but all, I, know, think, I think that's a whole nother episode, though. It so we, is. We, we, but we, if we you're down, I'm down because those are the best that. conversations for single people, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Those are the best conversations. So, yeah. Prez, can, are you open to share where you stand at in the relationship status? Uh, man, as of uh, today, uh, single is a dollar bill. <laughs> Single as a dollar bill. I'm gonna have to borrow that. I'm gonna have to borrow that. Single as a dollar bill. So I already am loving the freedom and the transparency, which I knew you guys would definitely bring it. So we'll start with some easy questions. So again, these are questions that my friends asked me. Some of them inboxed me because they just didn't want to be known that they were even having these questions of brothers, but um Definitely. The first one is, what catches your eye on a first date? What catches my eye on a first date? Um, can we get to the first date first? <laughs> right. <laughs> let's let's fair start question. With the, let's just start with with the meeting of the the catching of the eye and yeah. Public. You know, it's funny. You see these uh, social media posts talking about, please help me Facebook, TikTok, uh, Instagram, help me find this person. And yes, yes. You know, you got to you got to take it back to that point. Um, And I think what for me, it's always been um, the confidence, you know, whatever, whatever was happening um, was is the confidence. Right. Mm. You're standing up tall. You know who you are. um, You know what you want. It's, it's that and it for me that's where it stops it stops okay. at the confidence because you can be the finest thing <laughs> out here walking but if you ain't got no confidence that's like that's a red flag for me, <laughs> that's a red flag for me. <laughs> right that's a red flag for me and on the other side too you can be one of god's beautiful children oh that's a nice way to say that right yeah but you have the most confidence you like you got the confidence of lizzo and beyonce right mm-hmm. um so that's why i said for me it stops at the the confidence that you have about yourself mm. i love that you took it back to that because i feel like that's a better ground setting question than me just jumping on in prez what catches your eye about a person 
Uh, I mean, you know, as you said, confidence, but, you know, uh, man, I want to see how you are around just people in general, you know, okay. commu communication, mannerisms, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's, you know, that's your respect, you know, you know, is a big thing, uh, man, uh, gotta have a sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, you, you know, and of it's course, it. and of course, you know. You know, have to definitely love the Lord. Yeah. He's a pastor, so you know he ain't playing. <laughs> That's all right. Listen, I, would, I love it. I, I would also venture to say, how are you, in, and you said it, how are you around my homies, right? Not mm -hmm. that they have the defining, you know, say, but how are you around my homies? Like, yeah, the guys that I confide in and I'm completely vulnerable with. Mm -hmm. If they say, uh, dog, Mm -hmm. you might want to rethink this then guess what i'm definitely going to consider it so i okay. i agree i agree i mean because i'm not going to i'm not going to dismiss lifetimes of friends mm -hmm. um because you're like oil and water like there has to be a kind there's going to have to be a compromise mm -hmm. um, yeah i see you not impressed have you experienced that have either one of you experienced that of course, of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, I, you know, let, let, you know, let's say it's a situation where, you know, whoever, you know, the young lady is, you know, you know, there's already been friendships, you know, <laughs> forged already. And now we're coming together, you know, so it's like, OK, my people already know you, you know them or, you, you know, vice versa. Mm -hmm. OK. Have you ever been in a situation where like the as you guys are linked up with someone you feel like you had to choose between your friendship and that relationship that you were trying to build it's it's happened um okay it, it's, it's definitely happened especially when you talk about you know and i got to go all the way back to college right mm -hmm. where it's you got your friends and then you got you know that cute girl you're looking at and it's like all right let me let me let me try to spend some more time over here and then the homies is like bro where, where you at <laughs> like i mean but that's no that's no different but it's it yes i definitely experienced it and it was difficult like that balance and it's no for me it's no different from trying to balance you know family like blood relatives and 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 people who you say are family that are not you know, mm -hmm. related. Um, mm -hmm. But it is it is a balance that has to be addressed. Okay. It, it ain't easy. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure it's probably consistent mm -hmm. um, for, I don't know, I guess on either side. I, I, I feel like one of the mistakes that I made, and this is one of the questions that we have, is do you, and I use this word loosely, allow your girlfriend to have male friends so what is your perspective on having your girlfriend having male friends uh, uh, and I guess it kind of goes back to you know the even the prior question you know there's already been friendships forged and some of them are going to be friend you know friendships you know with guys or whatnot and um you know and, and I believe the thing to do is to you know just um just, just, just keep looking, you know, you know, just kind of see the different signs of her and the homeboys, you know, <laughs> and so because many times, you know, uh, you know, even though we've known someone for quite some time, our homeboys or homegirls, but soon as a new situation starts to occur, okay, you know, uh, let's see where this goes. Let's see if someone is going to try to jump the gun or do something behind or, you know, let's say, she, you know, she might share something with me, you know, hey, you know, uh, you know, your homeboy just, you know, tried to make a move or make a pass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there was funny. I, I, there was a post I saw that said, um, Friends of the opposite sex, opposite sex are just people waiting in the friend zone uh, for <laughs> somebody to mess up. Oh no! And uh, I had to, I had to think about that, right? Because even, even all of the the female friends that I have, and not to mention, you know, Deanna, you know, our field is very female dominated. As very well. much so. Yeah. Um, 
so I have a lot of colleagues and friends that are that are female. Um, and what I've tried to do, and I think in every aspect, even during the marriage, um, is hey, this is who this is. I like I don't want you to have to second guess anything. Like this is who it is. Um, you see me talking or you see a text message, it just you know, you know who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, that that's mindset too. Because okay. you know, us men, we, we we have some fragile egos. <laughs> we have some we we can have some fragile egos. Yeah. And um so for me, it's it's yes, you definitely can have friends of the opposite sex and it'd be um like the homie. Mm-hmm. The question is, um, where are you at as a man or a woman? to accept it at face value to the point where you know if something was to jump off to like not jump off but if something were to happen where it questioned you know that relationship like Mm -hmm. can you have a can you have an adult conversation about it Mm. right take the emotions out of it can Mm. you have an adult conversation about it Mm, Um, that's good and then and then adult conversation and then because that's key yeah yeah i like that um especially because we know that so many relationships like rise and fall on effective communication but that's not something Mm -hmm. that you really hear people talk about it's usually all these other arbitrary things that sound good on social media but it's like if you're going last I gotta be able to say you know I don't like that you did that or whatever um but just being able to be direct and upfront about that and being able to make space for that because I've had guys say listen you can just tell me the truth and then when I tell them the truth, that's not <laughs> what they meant. <laughs> again, again, who it's, it's a it really is, it's a mindset, and that's just for me. I, I have to speak personally, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, because you can't say, "Tell me the truth," and then when you open your mouth and say, "Well, this guy said this, that, and this, and the other," and yeah, this, and they said they can do this better than you, it's like boom, 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 like like. <laughs> it's just hitting you and I I, and again I speak for myself my younger self would take that and completely act irrational it was literally taking shots I feel like it was taking shots at me Um, Mm -hmm. so the response would not be what you would want to receive of a man Mm -hmm. saying tell me the truth Right, right. You know, I'm a little older now. <laughs> I'm okay. Just some life. That's true. What are yeah, your thoughts and, about and, that, Press? And so, um, first of all, uh, you know, while we're talking, um, um, what comes to mind is work husbands, work wives. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's starting. Those real. Those are real. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk Absolutely. About it. Talk about it. Have you guys had work husbands and work wives? Well, first of all, I ain't never had a work husband. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. That's I forgot. Uh, <laughs> Claire, you right. You right. Have you, got, have, you ever, have you ever had a work wife? I've seen others have oh, work husbands <laughs> and work wives. And okay. I just shake my head and... If something were to ever go down, do not come to me to be your accomplice. Because <laughs> I've seen it ruin, Playboy. I'm gonna let you handle that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I've never, I never classified anyone as that. Now, have I worked with someone? Have I worked with females, women that mm-hmm. we were, were very close and like how we operated at work, close mm-hmm. to the fact that we got things done. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were always working together. The relationship was was dope like we were friends but Mm -hmm. i never that's just something i didn't do i didn't like to so when we talked about work wives both of you nodded like okay so obviously you have some characteristics of what that looks like so if i can ask you how would you classify a work wife um i've come to see it as like something that's not even voice you, you just see it happening there's okay. the you know there's the conversation turning from you know platonic some flirting starts to you know take place but 
you know, having to keep in mind, um, you know, culturally, where are we, you know, from down south, honey, sugar, or, you know, mm-hmm. handsome. Very comfortable. Very yeah. comfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, you know, and there's, you know, uh, coming across the, you know, wipe something off of, you know, my back or, you know. So, uh, yeah, uh, you definitely see those things. And, hey, you know, can we like, you know, talk afterwards? And um, uh, again, you know, the conversations in the break room. <laughs> Always going to lunch. Yeah. Go going to lunch together. Yeah. <laughs> Always going to lunch. But, you know again, I think this goes into a deeper, deeper conversation when it comes to 80-20, when it comes to 50-50, like when we're talking relationships. <clears throat> because what I've seen, and even what I've experienced, is that men and women are drawn to that percentage that's missing. Oh. So when you talk about, so when you talk okay. about um, work wives or work husbands, mm-hmm. that obviously it's something that's being put down that's not being at work, that's not being put down at home, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why I said, and that's why I said it's it, this is it, that's a much deeper conversation because I think we find this in practically almost everything we do. Mm-hmm. Case in point, um, and prayers, I'm gonna have to pull, I'm gonna have to pull up or pull out the church, (laughs) right? So, you know, you could be, you could be fine, you know, in your place of worship that you go to every Sunday, but you might be doing Bible study somewhere else because it's, it, that's the piece that's being fed. Mm, Right. Okay. And it's, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to pull this out to, to a logical level because these aren't the conversations we're having. Mm -hmm. Um, but also with that being said, if there's 20% that you feel is missing at home, then you need to be having those conversations. Mm-hmm. Like you can't be afraid of those conversations. So not to say that there's anything wrong with those particular classifications, but what I'm saying is analyze the relationships. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would wonder if you even are aware of what's missing. So if there, if it is 80, 20 <clears throat> and you're my work husband well, and you're giving me the 20% or 60, 40, mm-hmm. you may not even be cognizant that this person is giving you something that you're not getting at home. Like, and if that's the case, can that even still count as a work husband or work wife? If you, if you're not aware of it, or is it just the mere act of going to lunch with someone or the mere act of me brushing something off your shoulder. Cause that's where I feel like I as a woman could get in trouble. Cause I'm either deemed cold or I'm, is she trying to give it to me? Like, is there's no in between. <laughs> and it's like, I'm just being myself. I'm just being your friend. If I had, if I saw something with either one of you, I wouldn't have no problem brushing it off. So it's like, that was one of the questions that we had is that where do you cross the line from being a friend to flirting. That was one of the questions that we got. <laughs> you know, man. You know, Both Sam, of you guys were. No, I didn't want to go first. <laughs> I didn't want to go first. You know, uh, you know, okay, so let me go here. So there's conversations like, man, you know, your husband's a lucky man, you know. Is that flirting? <laughs> Or is my husband a lucky man? I mean, why Again, can't just say what it is? And so, and, and I feel I feel where Prez is going. As a man, I'm I, I, I feel where he's going, but it's it's question for me. That's questions. That question is subjective, right? Is it okay? It be, yeah, yeah. That that question is subjective, and I, because I have real close friends that I would say that are married, mm. right? We can be in conversation like sis. Because what you doing for him or what you said you got planned? Oh, he lucky. He, mm-hmm. So that's affirmation then. Affirmation. Right. It's more. It's, yes, it's more affirmation. affirmation. Not okay. to mention, there's also a relationship with the husband. So it's like it, it, there's no there's no gray area. OK. Now, outside of that. Okay. <laughs> Which is, I think, where Prince was going. Like, right. I don't know you, man. Outside I know you, that. and he lucky. Outside of that, you know, you got a coworker that come in, and you know, she's dressed appropriately. Mm-hmm. 
and you know she's she's got a man and it's like yo he he a lucky man you kind of you tiptoeing right okay you tiptoeing is it tiptoeing because you had to assess her body or whatever made you say it mine whatever Mm-hmm. And you're like, I like it. He's lucky he gets to have it. Or like, why? How is that different from saying, D, you wearing that suit? How is that different? Either one. It's all in how you say it. it and, and the intentionality <laughs> behind it. Like, there's no right or wrong answer. Okay. There's really no right or wrong answer. And again, okay. I have to speak just from my perspective. Yes. What's the intent? And and, and also, if you say, you know, you know, you know, this suit is popping and, you know, I go ahead and reciprocate that, you know, uh, you know, you know, those shoes are, you know, you know, banging or what. And then to see what the reply is, you know, in that whole exchange. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It it all depends on how it unfolds. Yeah. Yeah. So staying along this vein, another one of the questions was, is it a minus if a woman flirts with you? Like, so if she's interested in you, she's shooting her shot. Is it take away from your interest in her? Because, you know, some guys like the hunt. Hell, <laughs> hell what the fuck? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pastor. You caught me. Listen. Go ahead, but these are, the, these are the questions no, that the ladies that is, have. Listen, that is so irritating. Um, okay. Yes, that that is irritating because there's a lot of great relationships that will be stalled or not even started mm-hmm. because of the old mentality of, you know, we as men have to hunt. Mm-hmm. Right? Um some men don't that's not built in them. Right? But if Ooh, you're Oh, that's a right? good point. I didn't even think about that. No, not every Oh, ladies, did you hear that? They said some men and he's a, that's a good point. That's a really it's, good point. Not. And a guy could be as shy as all get out and really really like whoever he likes. Mhm. But nothing will transpire if someone doesn't step up to the plate. That goes back to the conversation I'm sure you've all heard about what do you think about a woman proposing to a man? Now, there are some, there are t- things I draw the line at. Yeah, okay. Because I'm like, I'm never, right. I'll be single there, forever. There are, I don't even want that. <laughs> there are things I draw the line at, and that's one of them. But as okay. far as just approaching to shoot your shot and date and take a chance, yeah. hell, yes, every woman, if you feel that strongly about being with that person, mm-hmm. you better be like Kobe in the gym. They shooting. Okay. Yeah, what about I mean, you, Press? I mean, you know, definitely, you know, a woman can shoot their shot and, um, you know, just see where it goes as far as, you know, just conversation-wise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you know, mm-hmm. hey, you know, let's sit down for a coffee or whatnot. And, of course, you know, we live in a world where, you know, uh, you know, there's the whole uh, aesthetics, you know, situation on the outward appearance. And so it's like, you know, that brother would be like, uh, she's not looking the way that I deem, you know, Uh to be, you know, shot at, you know, (laughs) vice versa, because of course there's the whole thing of, you know, you have a brother who's like, um, Shamar Moore, you know, stepping up to a young lady, you know, Mm -hmm. versus, um, (laughs) You know, versus what's my name? What's my man name with the big old clock around? You Flavor Flav. Flavor Flav. <laughs> you know, and so, you know, there's going to be two different responses. Of course, it all, you know, all goes back to that individual. You know, of mm. course, we, of course, there's a saying, uh, you know, beauty, you know, is in the eye of the beholder. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I guess even women have to now hold that because I feel like before, men could get rejected or at least it was thought that men could get rejected and they could just like shake it off and i think that now that women are starting to enter into that space i don't know that that we're equipped for that i don't know that our egos are fragile but i don't know that we're equipped to keep shooting our shot either well, that's something men's been been dealing with for millennia. <laughs> Look, you are unmoved, like and I mean, join the join the club, right? I know. Um, 
But I, I, but when you talk about dating, mm-hmm. when you talk about starting relationships, mm-hmm. there's so many miscommunications or conversations yeah. about, you know, I mean, you see it on podcasts every day. Um, well, I'm not, I'm not stepping up to him unless he got this or he's this tall. Now I'm tall. So, you know, yeah, lucky you. I, I checked one of those. I know some boxes, sisters, yeah, that right? do not play about that height situation. But they also don't play about wanting to be kept and they don't play about, you know, um, the experiences they are afforded yeah. being yeah. in a relationship. And, you know, but you're talking, what they're talking about is the top 1% of, men yeah who are earning right yeah um so what you doing with the the other 99 percent that you know got either or or okay i know i don't i don't jump <laughs> no, off but it, no but it's real though because that was one of the questions too is that what this is a question that comes for me which is do you feel like you are single because your preferences like you preferred something that was different than what was destined for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, and again, let me stop jumping in so quick. <laughs> but these are things <laughs> that we talk, we think about, right? We yeah, about. yeah. Um, you know, you want you want a mountaintop experience, and you haven't even built a foundation. Mm. Okay. Um, and a lot of that is what you're exposing yourself to. You know, we talk and it goes deeper than just um, being a hot girl or, you know, emulating a lot of our our artists. You know, what have you seen? No, now we're talking historically. Yeah, because what we see is the. Right. What have you seen? Like generationally. Yeah. You know, so we can we can go everything that we do um, when it comes to relationships really stems off of. our generational experiences again this is not something people want to talk about or they mm-hmm. want to dive into mm-hmm. but if you've only seen you know your rich rich auntie with you know a couple men every now and again at, at the family reunion and you say i want to be like her then what are you going to do you're going to yeah. pick up that's real those traits right but yeah. these are these are things that I don't think as we don't want to talk about it because we think, oh, we're just talking about dating. It gets deeper than that. Yeah. And it it's, gets deeper than that quickly, too. Yeah. Did you have any thoughts you wanted to share, Press? I'm, you know, uh, at the end of the day, um, it's taking a risk, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, it's taking a risk, a risk that may, you know, be to your advantage or, you know, to not or not your advantage. Um, I think it might have been <clears throat> maybe late November, maybe early December, you know, um, you know, head up to the city here in Chicago and, um, you know, frequent this uh, Haitian restaurant that I typically go to, you know, there's like a big group out there um, having like a service or something, but 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 I'm also enjoying their meal. Uh, two young ladies come in. One goes in orders, one comes and sit next to me and they're waiting. And so she asked, hey, um, how's the food over here? I'm like, well, I'm Haitian. So, I mean, it's, you know, (laughs) no brainer for me. I'm going to enjoy it. And so uh, she's Haitian as well. And so she she wasn't from the area. Her and her sister uh, were visiting someone. And so um, we start, I don't know how we got into it, but we started talking about health and I was just sharing about you know, my health journey, wanting to go into either pescatarianism or veganism. And she says, oh, wow, you know, I'm vegan and this and that. Somehow we started talking about relationship. And so I guess, you know, what I said kind of, you know, caused her to perk up and be like, oh, okay, you know, let's see where this conversation goes. Might've been talking about for 35 minutes and uh, her order comes. So her and her sister is leaving. I'm like, dang, man, I felt like I could talk to her for like, four more hours and I'm like okay. and like I'm like man I ain't never felt this way before and so she's you know I'm like uh nothing might not happen but I, um I did see her kind of hesitate before going out to the door so I'm so I'm thinking okay that's a lot <laughs> you know uh-huh. and so I mean I took it and so I'm like hey uh I didn't ask for her number I'm like hey you on LinkedIn or something like that you know Move. 
you know, got the information, sent her a message. She sent me a message back. Hey, you know, when we were talking, I kind of felt this and that. Do you feel the same way? I'm like, definitely. And so exchange phone numbers. And so, you know, I mean, everything didn't come into, you know, fruition. But um, again, that was a situation that I would have never put myself, especially if it's a long distance type of situation. But at the same time, you know, things can happen, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, kind of got bummed out because, you know, again, just going back to my spirituality part, as much as, man, I, I wanted this thing to, you know, to further progress into something, um, my conviction hit in and the spirit of God inside of me, everything always goes to my heart when it's a no and, you know, and it hurts. Just, so it's like I have like a heartache and I'm like, dang, you know, and I'm still kind of low key, you know what I'm saying, mourning that because, you know, because it's like I wanted to have my way and I'm like, you know, I mean, we done shared a whole bunch of stuff, transparency and, but yeah, yeah. it is what it is. So when you, when the women, let's say that these women are shooting their shot, you guys are single or unmarried and um, how do you balance the importance of their walk with the importance of other attributes like their countenance, their humor, uh, their affection, like, you know, because that was a two-part question. So I'm going to ask that question first and then ask the second part. So, so how you do you about balance walk, it? You talk about walk like in stilettos? <laughs> first of all, always that. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I, just need to, I just need to clarify. Because but, I, no, I, I love a woman in a good heel. Yeah, that it, heels are just amazing. But this question is asking about their walk with God. So if you as believers... Um, are interacting with people, interacting with women, how do you, how do you, like, would you want someone, because the, the reason why this person asked this question was because she is feeling like she either meets guys that are very, very, like, strict about the word of God, they're very much about, you know, being married, because it's what you do, so we could, or she's meeting people that say they love the Lord, but then they are, just in a different space and in, in time with their walk than she is and so she's just curious her question is like what should how how do you guys balance the importance of them being a christian or a believer with them being funny with them um wanting to go out to comedy clubs or you know um net i mean netflix and show has a negative connotation to it but if you genuinely can watch movies you know, how do you yeah, balance that? It's not a negative if you're watching the Tyler Perry flick. <laughs> how is that? What does that even mean? <laughs> well, you said it has a negative connotation if you're yeah. spiritual. And if you're spiritual and you're a believer, I mean... Oh, because that means that if I'm watching Tyler Perry, it won't go left. Is that what you're saying? Oh, okay. No, that's, that's good not to know. what I'm saying. You can watch no. it. You can watch, watch anything. And it'll go left. <laughs> and it'll go way left. Yeah. Um, so, so how do you balance that though like because for women gonna... that are in church they feel like guys are either they either want them to immediately be wives and they can't like laugh at jokes or listen to music or they're so far like well, i love the lord but we're gonna hit this club we're gonna get this hand we're gonna have a good time and so just putting that question to you how do you guys balance that? Um, everyone has their own individuality, and I'm going to <clears throat> embrace it. Yes. We are all flawed individuals, uh, faith-based, you know, or not. You know, while still knowing that, hey, you know, I have my non-negotiables. You know, I mean, Ooh, you come know, on, I, what are some non-negotiables? <laughs> you know, you know, and so and so, it's like I love to laugh and stuff. Whereas some people might not watch every kind of, you know, there's Christian comedy like me, you know, after I get off of work, you know, I put on um, Wildin' Out. I got to laugh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'm just laughing my heart out. Um, um, Yvonne Orgy, you know what I'm saying? I can't wait to watch that. I know it was funny. <laughs> I know it was funny. You know, and so, uh, but, but, you know, again, there's, okay, 
education. Where are you with that? You know, what do you want to do in life? You know, because I'm asking all those questions too, because, you know, I want to know, um, okay, is this, is this something that I'm wanting to invest in? You know, even in the dating, you know, period, even before courting, getting to marriage. And, you know, at the end of the day, I believe two individuals, whether something works out or not, you know, they benefit, you know, from each other. You become a better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's an experience. I I would say um, just (laughs) be you authentically. Mm -hmm. Um, You hit it. And I kind of jumped in when you said everybody falls short, but everyone does fall short of the glory. And that's not something to judge, right? So if you're a Christian, you say you love the Lord, then what's wrong with being able to laugh and being able to have fun and go to a comedy club or go to a bar? Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with, you know, what the two of you are trying to potentially build. Mm-hmm. So you walk in there and, and you are completely authentic. That's like the shirt you know you probably have the shirt d um i love the lord but i cuss a little bit i don't I have it but I, I i should i know have. i, I, I know you do um or you know i'm saved but i but I, that's you know. the one i wanted but i will slap you it's, it's something along the lines yeah. not necessarily praise, right. is, praise is what i do but knock if you that's, buck that's the shirt <laughs> exactly. that's the one i need exactly because that's so the one. <laughs> so my so when you talk about balance, it's, I'm not trying to, I don't want to change you. I don't want to, mm. you, as long as you know that in my house, we serve, right? Mm. Um, there are some non, like you said, there are some non-negotiables and the non-negotiables really are, um, if we're not praying together, mm. you know, even in the beginning, right? Okay. Even in the beginning, when, or if you're we're not, can we work up to that? Okay. Because in order for you to really learn someone, or even um, start to build a foundation like this brick that's behind me, you have to start laying those layers. Yeah, and what's important to me is that um, the way we're praying, we're specific. Um, we know exactly what we want moving forward um there's wiggle room for growth and so Mm. it's a balance but i think the first thing we have to do is take out the misconceptions of what um being spiritual or being a christian is okay that's first for me that's first i think there's some that makes sense in that if we're going to be on this journey together we should have a shared understanding like a like shared agreement around what it means to be a believer because i i feel like that's kind of the thing that i've seen in 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 dating people where it's on the surface it sounds good and then you start to journey and it's like oh that's a little different than i would have where i'm at you know what i mean like i don't know for me personally Mm -hmm. i feel like having a shared agreement or at least being able to revisit that could have been Be, being able to have a conversation again this goes yeah. back to communication yeah because if i've grown up apostolic and you united methodist we don't do things the same yeah that's right? so true <laughs> <Like present. laughs> or 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 you know your family's grown up jehovah witness like these are yeah. like some some needed conversations because yes you b- both believe but they don't operate the same, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Yeah. And that could be also, you know, a hindrance to what, like, so it's it's for, it's a conversation for me. Yeah, and, and just to continue on, non-negotiable, like smoking cigarettes, that's oh, just- I hate it. Uh, nah, I'm good. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, I you can it. look, you can look the part up and down, but I see that cigarette a blunt or whatever now even when we talk about that now if you do like a you know medicinal situation you know some uh you know cbd oil or you know it's like you know for me to see black gums or lips you know um (laughs) 
you know, you can do the social drinking. Drinking is not a sin. It's the whole getting drunk aspect of it. And so I've come a long way even with that one. But at the same time, I know how alcohol can mess up your body, the sugar, you know, and mm. I work in a hospital. So it's like, uh, of course, it says, you know, it's sickness and it's health, but it's like, uh, you, mm. you know, let's 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 be responsible when it comes to, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Um, yeah. What if you met your wife right now? But she was a blunt smoker. She checked off every other box, but she got some brown lips. Do you think you would miss her because of those brown lips? Listen, can you can you push the gummies? Can you push the gummies? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, like you a lot, and I'm trying and I'm trying I'm trying to work through this. And not be, can you can can we try gummies? Um, <laughs> that's a good answer. That's a good say. I, listen, it's about compromise, right? Um, even though, again, like Perez said, there's some non-negotiables mm. uh, for me. Again, like cigarettes is is one of them. Um, but again, life is about experience mm-hmm. and compromise. Never out to change anybody, but what can we do to complement each other? Yeah, right? the compliment is a beautiful word. Yeah, what can we do to complement each other? Um, we evolve you know, to. Yeah, we evolve, we, we evolve too, and so you know, I, you know, like I, I think I was, you know, having to talk with myself and just looking forward financially, um, and 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 what got me think well, what I'm going to say here is, you know, uh, listening to Anthony O'Neill the table, and um, he had this whole thing where, you know, he was on a budget, and so he even dates on a budget, and he says that, you know, I'm only going to spend X amount of money, and so. To me, that was kind of eye opener because I think traditionally society tells men that you have to splurge. Yeah. You know, you have to splurge. And so um, and so it's like I should have put myself in positions like, you know, let's not go into this if you know you can't come up with this because because I'm still trying to take care of myself. Right. And so I don't want to be deemed as, you know, I'm a good person without the money, but I know money matters too at the same time you know when it comes to relationships well i know jamal has to get off so i want to thank you for your time because the last question that i wanted to ask before you jump off if you can answer Mm -hmm. is yeah how can i show affection to my significant other because they're both believers without initiating sex because it's like he is he is very much like if you touch me, <laughs> Listen, it's you like, look at me wrong. You go, you pregnant. <laughs> you look at me wrong. You pregnant. So what do you I say? Will, Cause she's like a hand holder, a snuggler, Listen, and it's so. There's a book. Um, there's a book, and I can't remember the book, the name of the book exactly, but it talks about the five love languages. Oh yeah, and. <clears throat> I will I will definitely recommend that you understand or have the opening conversation of what is your love language. I second that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because if you don't know your partner's love language, mm-hmm. then it might always lead to sex, right? Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. if your love language like mine is physical touch, now it doesn't always have to lead to sex, but mm-hmm. what are you doing? to feed that love language. Right. To fill their cup in that area. Um, Because if until that's, and this is something I had to learn, like I said, you know, being now in my forties and have been um, around and within the same woman for, you know, 20 plus years, that's something that was starting to really be honed in on in the latter years. Okay. Right. So you talk about communication, you talk about understanding um, and allowing room for growth. But I'm going to tell you, those love languages, that's that's so important in understanding what your love language is. Yeah. Um, You know, these are some things I think we take for granted because this is not something we it, it's a focus. It's like, oh, let's just hop in a relationship and get all the warm fuzzies. And no, it's this is work, baby. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this is work. 
and understanding who you are, but also understanding who they are and how those languages of love truly play a part in all that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's going to be peachy, but it leads to understanding and it will shift how you operate mm-hmm. uh, around your potential spouse or potential spouse. Yeah. Okay. Thank Just you a- for answering that. I appreciate it. Look, I'm trying to hear what prayer has got to say before. I I know. <laughs> no, no, I, no, I mean, I, I mean, I, I was pretty much thinking five love languages, even when she asked the question. So, yeah. so, so definitely, uh, you know, concur on that. Um, how, how, what do you respond to? You know, what are you know? Where should I stop? <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So That's at right. the end, yeah, at the end of the day, um, the flesh is no good, and you know, especially if you've you know decided to live that celibate life, even though you've already you know no longer you know being physically you've been physically active before, and so. Um, the flesh would rather have its way, but you know, if you say you know you have a commitment to this faith, then it's like accountability. Your responsibilities mm-hmm. are going to be, you know, boundaries are going to be put in place. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But don't walk by your don't walk by your man with uh, some little skimpies on and think he ain't about to get excited. <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's the Lord honest. said, "Temptation of the flesh is real." And it is, and it is, and it is, it is. Well, thank you, Jamal. I'm sorry to lose you, but I know you had a previous engagement, so I appreciate you staying on here. Listen, I would love to do a part two. Uh, Yes, I I know that. I would love to do a part two. I know that there's going to be people that are down because after listening to this i'm sure they're going to have more questions because there's so many i didn't get to because we didn't even get to the part about cheating like how do you oh well, let's let's send me a date <laughs> send, send me a date i will send you a date um thank you guys so much um and for those of you who are listening definitely hit me up with some questions for these fellas i don't know if maybe we can even get someone else on uh but in the meantime this is your girl deanna j speaks thank you bounce back nation and we'll talk to you next time